Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome back to The Conversation. I should be welcoming myself back because I've been vacant for a week. For one reason or another, we have not had internet here at the house, and South Surface is a little sketchy. Some days I have three bars, and other days I might have one, depending on where I'm standing in the house. And so without Wi-Fi assist, it's sometimes difficult for me to utilize or access the web. And so I decided to take the week off. By and large, I moved a lot of my appointments into this week, and uh, I began thinking about what lie ahead, what lie ahead for me and the podcast and my business. Now, I don't know if you've noticed, but the episode number for this episode is 245. So we're coming up on 250, and we're also coming up on our two-year birthday, which is April 16th. And so it was April 6th, actually, it was April 13th. Uh, 2021, I was sitting in a hotel room because our, our house had been flooded, broken pipe, and you know that story has been talked about in the past. But I was sitting by myself in a hotel room contemplating whether or not I continue as co-host of the Subconscious Mind Mastery or that I leave and go off on my own. I still remember sitting in that desk chair in the hotel room looking out the window, watching the wind blow the leaves, and just thinking, just kind of tuning into my intuition. And it came through in just a steady, clear voice. Time to go off on your own. So in a matter of two days, I had my logo, I had the name, I, I got my account with my hosting service, and I uploaded my initial episode so I could populate through Apple and Spotify and all these different places to where the official day is April 16th. So I guess my podcast is an Aries, which is interesting because I don't have Aries in any of my planets. I'm a Scorpio, Scorpio ascendant, and an Aquarius moon. But over the years, my interactions with Aries have always been passionate in nature. And that's what you have here. This is a love affair for me. This is a, a project of passion. And frankly, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't be doing this at all. You know, I have a message to get out in the world, I guess. I've been wanting to write a book for a long time. I'm in the process of writing my first book on subpersonalities. That wasn't really my intention. I have other books in the works and have had the outlines. In fact, I wrote an entire book, 300 pages, when I was living by myself, sequestered in my apartment for a year back in 20 or 2004. And uh, the title of that book was The Path of Courage. And I, I literally wrote 300 pages of full, you know, eight and a half by 11. I don't know how many, how many pages it would have been in a published book. But it, it was one night, me going back and begin reading stuff and kind of taking a look at what did I really have here. And of course, I had a bottle of wine that was uh, keeping me company at the time. And as I was reading it, I just thought it was crap. It was crap. <laughs> I, I couldn't even begin to go through and begin editing what I had written. And so in a moment of clarity, 
I hit delete. I deleted it. I deleted it right off my computer. A year's worth of work. Well, it wasn't an entire year, but, you know, it was a considerable effort that I had put into it. But what's interesting is I deleted it knowing that the book that I really wanted to write was inside me. And that if I wrote it once, I could write it again. And as often happens over the next 20 years, bring us to this moment, I have a lot more wisdom, even if I do say so myself. I have a greater sense of clarity. I understand the human animal even better than I did 20 years ago. And so there is a book coming out before the end of the year. My goal is to have the subpersonalities book written by September 1st. And as you may know, I'm hip deep right now in my case studies. I've worked with subpersonalities over the years in various capacities, but I've never done it in an intensive way. And so I'm nearly complete with my first half a dozen uh, participants, and I have half my next six spots filled. I'm still accepting applications to be part of my case study. And I should say that there is an investment that I'm asking you to put into the kitty because I want you to have some skin in the game. That way you show up. That way you show up with purpose. And it's still a fraction of what I normally charge. But that way we're both getting something out of this. Now, if you don't know what subpersonalities are, I go into it in detail in episode, oh my gosh, in 245, I said this was episode 245, it's actually 246. So, so episode 245 and episode 219, I talk about subpersonalities, how they are splintered off of our self-identity as we grow up. Many people think of the you know, most people refer to the subpersonalities as the shadow aspects. I've never found that to be a particularly useful metaphor, even though Jung coined it. And Jung knew his stuff. I almost cursed there. But uh, yeah, Jung knew his stuff. That's uh, Carl Jung. So if you want to learn more about subpersonalities, and I should hope you do, go to episode 219 and episode 245 to dive a little deeper. And in there, I'll talk about how I'm doing case studies for my book, and I'm asking people to volunteer to participate in my case study program. And what makes the case study program unique or different than what I used to do with clients or do-do with clients? Do I said do-do. That's so funny. What I have done with clients is that there's a minimum of six sessions that I work with you in. Sometimes I get through three sessions and I'm complete with a client. And so I always work by the result, not necessarily by the number of sessions. But I want to do a deep dive into each person's sub-personalities. And so there's a minimum of six sessions. And then something that I haven't necessarily done in the past is that I've been integrating or will be integrating as I complete these, these first six will be integrating your ideal self. Everybody has a vision of their ideal self inside them. They have a, a sub-personality that is kind of been sectioned off and placed out into the future. So what we do is we go out and get them, him or her, and bring them back into the present and merge them into the present. So that, that future self, that ideal self, can inform who you are today. That's just one aspect of all this. So if any of this sounds interesting to you, go ahead and send an email to me at support at yesdaniel.com. 
No, whoops, whoops, whoops. No, not support it yet. Support at DanoV.com. Support at DanoV, my last name, dot com. And tell me why you think that you're a candidate or whatever you think appeals to you about merging the subpersonalities together into a cohesive whole. So finally, I, I've been jibber-jabbering about, you know, my birthday coming up, the birthday of the podcast, and yada, 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 and other stuff, you know, me looking forward over the next few years. And I want to talk about today's quote, today's Quotable Monday. And I'm going to visit my old man, Henry David Thoreau, the author. He scrolled away in Walden Woods. But he said this, and I'm going to feature this quote today. If one advances confidently in the direction of his or her dreams and endeavors to live the life which he has imagined or she has imagined, he will meet with success. I'm sorry. He will meet with a success, unexpected in common hours. If one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live the life which he has imagined, he will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. And so this is, this is law of attraction. This is moving forward towards the life that you have imagined. See, you're, you're projecting it out there. It's not what other people want. It's the idea of the life that you want to create. You see, this idea is at the center of everything that I do, which the majority, the, the, having trouble spitting stuff out, you know, the majority of the things that I involve myself in have to do with self-identity, self-concept, because that is at the center of your life. Who you think you are governs everything. And so in my program, The Aligned Self, you get to recreate yourself from the inside out because most people live a life that from haphazard construction, they have an idea about themselves, a self-identity that they inherited from your parents, from your, your, your peers, from your teachers. They've labeled you in one way or another. You've labeled yourself based on past expectations or past successes. And you said, that's who I am. That's what I excel at. And frankly, I've always wanted to, to live in the realm of what's possible. Who could I be? I have no idea what I can do. And it's interesting. Here I am at 60-something, early 60s, and I can't remember now. That's good. Uh, there was a time when I could not remember how old I was. Then I turned 60, and suddenly I knew how, what age I was all the time, and I didn't like that. So I'm in my early 60s, and I'm still learning stuff. I'm still growing. I'm still expanding. And, you know, at age 30, it was really hard for me to imagine what life would be like at age 60. It's not that difficult for me to look back at 30 from where I am. And I remember all the steps. I remember how things were. And I'm looking at the next 30 or 40 or 50 years. And, you know, with technology, with science is where it is, as long as I stay away from the doctors, I'll live to be another 60 years old. And so I'm in the imagining of just what can I create. But in Thoreau says to, to move in the direction, to advance confidently, to move forward as if you know where you're going, you know what you're doing. And I have to tell you, when you're a leader and you declare yourself a leader, I've been in management, I've been in positions of leadership, and I'm even a leader here. I'm a leader in my life. Many times you don't know what the hell you're doing. 
you just know that you're in a position that you're holding the torch and you're being a way shower. And so you follow your intuition. You advance confidently because no one follows someone that is timid. But no one in the position of leadership has all the answers. And if they're smart, they ask their constituents, they ask their followers, they ask the people around them, what's your idea? What do you, what do you think? And then in the position of leadership, you say, okay, let's go that way. But when we move confidently in the direction of our dreams, not somebody else's dreams, and I said that before, but you determine what success means to you. What is it that you want to create? And hopefully it's an original story. It's the story of your self-expression, as I like to put it. It can be something that nobody has ever seen. But chances are there's been enough people on the planet that somebody somewhere on the planet has done something similar to what you want to create. And so you can use them as a model, but do not mimic them. Do not copy them. You can use them as inspiration. But ultimately, it's the story of your self-expression. It's the story of what you want to do. What kind of imprint, what kind of impact do you want to make? And not that you have to change the world. You don't have to change society to leave an impact. You can do so with just the three or four people around you, your family, your loved ones, your friends. And there's a ripple effect that will go out in all directions. You don't have to reach the masses. Because if you think about it, Christ didn't actually reach that many people. Even the Sermon on the Mount, supposedly there were thousands of people. But, you know, and I I joke with my wife on this, when they have the big army scenes and you have the, the man on the white horse riding back and forth in front of the army, giving his speech. Of course, you can hear him because we're listening to him. But I can just imagine the people on the back, the guys in the back, because there's not many women on the battlefield that time. The guys in the back, what'd he say? What'd he say? Did, did anyone hear that? I, I see his lips moving, but I don't know what he's saying. And then everyone's yelling. And then you join yelling. You don't know what you're yelling about, but you you didn't hear the speech. So the people sitting in the back, they didn't hear Jesus. They didn't. I'm sure they're back there eating some of the fish and the bread. and <laughs> But they didn't hear the Sermon on the Mount. They're sitting back there. What did he say? I don't know. Uh, it was just a good time had by all. You see, you don't have to reach multitudes. You just influence the people around you. Be a leader. Be expressive. Make an impact. Have a life of relevance. And how and what that means is determined by you. I I hope to God or whoever, I, I hope that you do not measure your life by external standards, by other people's qualifications. How much money did you make? What's your net worth? How many friends do you have? How many followers? Who cares? It's, are you making a difference in the way that you want to make it? See, this is self-determination. This is deciding what you want your life to be, not describing to somebody else's idea of what a magnificent or an epic adventure really is. You get to say, and you endeavor to live the life in which you have imagined. If you do that and advance confidently, you will meet a success unexpected in common hours, meaning that you cannot see the maximum impact that you will make. You will not see all the synchronous acts that come together. 
you will have the support of the angels. You will have the support of the universe behind you as you move confidently in the direction of your dreams. And so if there's any message here that I want you to get and I want you to take away is do not sit back and wait. And this is probably why I talked about the podcast early on, that I had listened to podcasts since 2011. Someday I'll have my podcast. Someday I'll move forward. And I kept putting it off, kept putting it off. I was a guest on several podcasts. I think I was a guest for the first time on 2012. I hope that episode has disappeared. It was horrible. I, I didn't know what to say. I had long pauses as I thought about what I was going to say. But in the back of my mind, I knew that I was going to have a podcast. And I've always known that I was going to write a book, even after the one that I deleted. But what you don't realize, what you don't realize sitting at home or sitting like someday I'm going to do this, someday I'm going to do that. You don't realize that people are waiting for you. People need to hear what you have to say. It has blown me away the number of people that said, you saved my life. I found your episode when I was at my lowest point or such and such an episode. And it changed everything. I think I I remember uh, one of my clients said that she found me by Googling or looking for a podcast about people, why people suck, because in her mind, everyone in her life sucked. Like, why do people suck? And so what came up, and I was curious which episode came up when she was looking for that. And that was the one back at, near just before Christmas time, I think a year ago, maybe. I don't know. I, I forget when, but are people sucking your energy? And she listened to it. She said, this is it. I got to listen to it. And she listened to all the ones until the end of uh, where I was at that point. And then she started at the beginning and she's listened to all of them. And that staggers my mind. That, pe- that people would sit and listen to me for all 250 episodes. I know some of you come and go. Some of you have listened to some of them. So if you haven't listened to all of them yet, don't feel bad. You'll get around to it. I know you will. But the message is, don't wait. If you think you have a message within you, get in alignment. Get out there and say it. Start doing something to express yourself. And just follow a lot of the guidance that I have inside this podcast of all the episodes and how I end every episode. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner directed. Don't listen to the naysayers out there. Don't worry about who you're going to impress. Don't look at the followers. Do it from inner guidance. Follow your inner directedness. Follow your intuition. It will not lead you wrong. And the process is the epic adventure. Because you see, you don't do it to arrive at the destination. Ultimately, you kind of do. But once you get there, you set a new intention. You set a new destination. The real excitement, the real adventure, the epic adventure is the journey. It's how you handle the upsets. It's how you handle the defeat. It's how you handle sitting by yourself in your office, speaking into a microphone, imagining the people that you're talking to. You see, all that for me has been born out of the question is how can I have a life of relevance? How can I make an impact? How can I leave a legacy? And I've said it before, I don't need to have my name in lights. I don't have I don't need the fame aspect. I want to touch people. I want to touch them in the heart. I want to spread the word make a difference for them so they can touch other people. That through their presence, through your expression, you make an impact on other people. And so there's it's this cascade effect. 
one of the, and I think about this a lot because one of the greatest books I ever read was As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. And it's all about how thought transforms and creates reality. It's only like a hundred pages and of that, you know, that's like four, four inches by six inches. So it's really small book and the print's fairly large. And so there's, there's not a lot of words. You can read it in a couple hours if you can uh, get around the old English, because he wrote this in 1896. And so James Allen wrote this little book as a result of his meditating in the hills around uh, where he lived in England, and he almost didn't publish it. He didn't think it was worth it. And through urging of friends and his wife, he went ahead and published it, and it was his most successful book. But here we are, over 120-some years later, and I'm referring to James Allen. The words and the inspiration that he put to paper, and I'm sure it didn't go out to everyone. It wasn't an immediate bestseller. It was given to people word of mouth. And while I know his name, I have no idea what it looks like. I don't know what his wife's name. I don't know where he lived. I don't. So his ideas, though, his ideas made a difference. We all stand on the shoulders of giants. I stand on the shoulders of Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra. I listened to both those guys when they were just releasing their first book. And they talked about things differently then. I saw Wayne Dyer the first time when I was 18 years old in Ford Auditorium in downtown Detroit. And he was talking about your erroneous zones. He was talking about selling his book out of the trunk of his car. I saw Deepak Chopra speak at a Unity Church in Flint, Michigan, and there was maybe 100 people in the audience. Got to shake his hand afterwards, and he signed my book. I met Sonia Choquette when she was first getting started, when she first released her book, Trust Your Vibes. And I met her at a workshop that I was consuming a lot of information from, Carolyn Mace. Her book, Anatomy of the Spirit, influenced me greatly. And then there was Neil Donald Walsh, and I got to meet him at a Unity Church in Dallas, and then it just goes on and on. And then there's the woman that wrote the book that I read in 1973. Well, there's two books that I really read that made a difference for me in 73. But the one I don't even know the title of. All I remember is one little paragraph. And it said that the world is a mirror of your mind. And I got it. I understood it. I immediately knew, yes, Everything I see out there is just a mirror or reflection of my own thinking. Change my thinking, change the world. I read that when I was 13 years old, and it made a profound difference for me. I have no idea what her name was. I have no idea what the title of the book was. I just remember that one phrase, that one line. But she made a difference for me. Had she not written her book, had she not written it at all, I would not have gotten it. There's, there's aspects. I mean, that, that sentence, that line has carried me for 30, 40 years. That's the kind of difference I want to make, though. I want people to remember the content. You don't need to remember my name. Like some guy, I heard some guy on a podcast, and he said this, and it changed my life. I want to be that guy. You don't need to remember my name, though. Now, before that, I, t- I talked about, you know, the question of, you know, what is potential, fulfilling on my potential, and then finding the quote in the book by George Leonard, the ultimate athlete. And the question was, How do I fulfill my potential? What is potential? And this is where the Bible verse, ask and you shall receive, knock and the door shall be opened unto you. For two weeks, I was asking everybody, what does potential mean? And nobody could give me a definition that resonated with me. 
until the universe conspired and somebody on the other stack side of the books, a stack of books in the library, they shoved a book on the other side and it felt, this book fell down at my feet, picked it up. It had a, a, a man, outstretched arms, psychedelic colors. You know, it was the 70s after all, tail end of the 60s. And the ultimate athlete. And I thought this looked cool. I was just getting in athletics. I was just starting to play basketball. I was horrible, but you know, and I wanted to be better. How do I become better? So I started flipping through the pages and then this paragraph interacted with me. It is as if it, it, it rose up off the page and it said, the ceiling to your potential is built the moment you say, I can't. And in that moment, I had a full body cascade effect, an aha experience. And I think that's a, full, a biochemical cascade event where your neurons, everything is rewired and you are never, ever the same. The ceiling to your potential is built the moment you say, I can't. If one advances confidently in the direction of his or her dreams and endeavors to live the life which they have imagined they will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. So as you move confidently, you don't think about failing. You don't think about stumbling. You think about succeeding. You think about reaching for the brass ring. You think about moving forward and actually achieving the life of your dreams. And of course, you're going to stumble. Of course, there's going to be things that happen. But you will find success in uncommon hour. You will find support. You will find synchronicity. You will f- the universe has your back. It has had mine. I, 99% of my journey, I've not known what I'm doing. I have a good idea. My intuition has informed me in my later years to move in a direction and it feels more right, feels more clear than it ever has before. But still... There's no assurances. There's no guarantees. And Zig Ziglar said this, and I'm quoting several people today, but Zig said this, you don't sit at home waiting for all the lights to be green before you leave the house. You know you're going to leave the house and there's going to be a stop sign. There's going to be a detour. There's going to be stoplights. There's going to be traffic. You just handle it. You don't wait until all the lights are green. You go. You go. As one advances confidently in the direction of their dreams, align yourself, align your mind, your heart and body and start moving in the direction of your dreams. Alignment is key. I would have made better progress if I was more aligned when I was younger, but I was what I was. It was what it was. I did what I did. I learned what I learned along the way. That was the epic adventure. You see, that is the epic adventure. It is the stumbling. It's moving in the direction of your dreams towards the life that you have imagined, the success that you have defined for yourself. Until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner directed as you engage in the epic adventure. (laughs) 